Oh, we are the greatest sports has to offer. Michael Jordan ain't my goal. Oh, that's LeBron James. Clap the fingers and all of a sudden we, we have balance in the league now. That was my goodness. Come on, man. Knock it off. Knock it off. Uh, of course, I need to see if I can't come out on top. You can't be serious. It's too strong. Oh, that man hungry. Oh, he is hungry, man. Kiss the baby. <laughs> it's been a long time coming, but I know change gonna come. <laughs> that that's gotta be the perfect in- intro for this, right? I mean, I haven't dropped the show me personally for NBA in forever, and the topic is about the swag. And that's all about change right now. That's what the SWAC is literally going through, a change movement. So I I felt like that was appropriate for today's show. With me today, I couldn't do it without my boy, Mr. Trey Wicks, Mr. Liftoff Prep himself. How you doing there, brother? Well, besides the intro, I was doing pretty good before that. But, um, (laughs) yeah, we're here to get into a very, very hot topic right now. I mean, you know I can't help myself but to sing. I've been singing since high school, man. They, that's the truth. You swear you see breezy, but <laughs> hey, I'm working on it. Don't you worry about it. But let's get back. Let's get into today's show because what happened today is something that's probably going to be talked about all week, and it's probably going to carry on here and there throughout the the season, especially in the swag ball and the swag conference. Um, for those of you who who may have missed it, uh, we had a a coaches exchange. I'm not going to say an altercation. We had a coach exchange at the end of the Jackson State, uh, Alabama State game between Coach Prime and, and uh, Coach Eddie Robinson Jr. Uh, if you cue up the video, which you, you can kind of see uh, some hostility going on, but it wasn't. If you didn't know about, if you don't know about it, you probably wouldn't blink twice, you know, on it. Uh, here we have the video. So for anybody who hasn't seen it. Take a look here, and then we'll continue to break it down a little bit more off, more for you. So, so here, here it is. You know, the game's over. As, as always, the coaches come, do the handshakes, the, sh- the hugs, a little comment, walk this. He's sure everything was good until he, he tried to bring him in. It was that hug. It was that hug. He didn't want that brotherly hug. And he just walks away. Obviously, his players were with him with about it, so they're united front at least. Yeah, it was clearly something he had already discussed, you know, with the, with his team uh, pregame. I'm not they disrespect us, right? Right. It's no reason for us to to show any real love, you know. So both coaches touched on it, obviously in their press in their pressure. So let's take a look. Uh, well, I guess me uh, being up front is just like uh, I thought it was a lot of disrespect the whole week. And so you're not going to be disrespectful the whole week in the media. Uh, we didn't talk in the pregame. I was out there the whole time at the 50 yard line. Uh, he walked through our, our whole offensive, I mean, our whole huddle on, on our end zone. He came a long way around to get to his side of the field in the pregame. Thought that wasn't classy at all. Uh, and so in the postgame, I'm not about to give you the Obama bro. 
And I'm gonna shake your hand. And I'm gonna go on. I'm, I'm always be the same. Oh, Baba bro, that's hilarious. Robinson, those guys, Remo Casm. I'm I'm living on the shows of the swag. Uh, he ain't swag. Oh. You know, I'm swag. He ain't swag. So he's in the conference doing a great job. Can't knock that. Got a great team. Son should be up for the Heisman Trophy win. I love Shakur. Great player. I love what he's doing for the conference. Uh, probably one of the best things he had since that Steve McNair when he was in there. Love all that. Come here and disrespect me and my team and my school. And then when I grow up, shake my hand and get the hell on. Here, you got the W. Great job. I hope he comes back next year. I, I pray he don't get a power five job. We can play them next year in Jackson. And I pray they put us for their damn home. Mm. Coach, would you describe it? Were you just trying to pull away from his handshake there? Yeah, yeah, I was just pulling away. I mean, we, we handshaked and that was it. I mean, it, it ain't no need for no embrace. You know, we ain't friends. He ain't never called me. I never called him a great player. Uh, shit, everybody wants to goddamn be prime time every little kid. All right, pretty clear, all of that. Playing against him, got tons of respect for the guy. Doing a great job as a coach, but you can't do all that stuff all week. And then you come back because you're back up quarterback and you want to hit run a hit you go to try to put more points on the Shit's disrespect. Game was out of line. 40 seconds up. We had no timeouts. Take a damn minute. You want to try to run a hit and go. So we started blitzing. We're gonna knock him out the game too. That's how we gotta play. We ain't, ain't, ain't no quarters getting. So you wanna do that, don't come with me and try to bro hug me like we friends. We ain't friends. You didn't shake my hand before the game, why you shake my hand after the game? Period. That's it. One of the comments that's kind of disturbed me out of all the comments is that I'm not swag. Who is? Mm -hmm. I got time with that. Who is swag? If I ain't swag. Who is swag? If I ain't swag. Who is swag? If I ain't swag. Who is swag? Baby, who is? Hey man, I love Coach Di dog. <laughs> but I'm a, I'm gonna let you I'm gonna let you take first first dibs at this one. What you think about it? First of all, there's some sour grapes over on the Alabama State side. My goodness. My thing is, how can you be mad if they don't want to need the ball? That's not their responsibility. I understand it's sportsmanship, all that. That's not Dion's responsibility. His responsibility is make sure his team is ready to go at all times. So he puts his backup in, put them in a situation, late game situation, and you know he ran and hit you go. Did he score though? I mean, what are we crying about here? No, second, he score. second. I personally, I love the little beef they got, but to say he's not swack, who is swack? What would your dad say about you calling that man not swack? We're going to talk about who his dad is later, but what would he say about you calling that man not swack? That dude has brought so much attention to HBCU football. When we were growing up, HBCU football was not on TV. Uh -uh. No. Since Dion got there... HBCU football is on every ESPN station. Yep. And that's only because of he, the excitement he brought to it. Now they got talent. The talent's been there. But he's bringing new light to it. And you're hating on the spin? 
come on now. I'm I'm with Coach Prime on this one, Brad. I don't, I don't even see how people can even like. I get the whole disrespect thing about going for it with 40 seconds left with backups, but besides that, it's Coach Prime is HBCU football right now. Yeah, like I said, I think this whole thing. It, it, it's been, they've both been kind of slick comments here, slick comment there the whole week. From everything I've heard, they've been kind of bickering but back and forth, you know, the whole week. Well, uh, they scheduled Jackson State as a homecoming game. Yeah, I, I don't know who. He took that bubble pin on homecoming game. <laughs> yeah. I don't know who he thought they were. But, I mean, he, he but the thing was, Coach Eddie tried to make a statement. He thought that he was going to be able to put Jackson State on homecoming and make a statement in front of the world to see. He knew. He knows what Dion brings to the table. I mean, that, that that goes right into play on who is swag. We all know Prime is swag. Let's be real. You can ask, let's ask any 16, 17-year-old white kid <laughs> where where Coach Dion is right now. He's going to be able to tell you, Jackson State, and he's going to be able to tell you a little bit about it. As a matter of fact, I can probably guarantee you, any one of these little white football athletes can even tell you a few players on the team. Let's go back. Come on. Let's go back five years ago. We can ask the same. We can ask another, you know, top white athlete kid who's Jackson State. What do they have? Who's on the roster? They wouldn't tell you nothing. They wouldn't be able to tell you nothing. So, so that that comment, I, I thought that was just him going off emotion. He was upset. His team lost uh, on homecoming. It didn't go the way he wanted it. I mean, he clearly wanted this win very badly. You can already tell. But as far as the, the famous play call, the hitch and go with 40 seconds left with the backups of the game. He's not wrong in that case. You do run the ball out. You do kneel the ball. It, it's just common yeah. courtesy. It's an unwritten rule. You know it's an unwritten rule. You don't you do, do that, that. If you're scared that next year they're going to have the upper hand. Coach Prime just told him, I'm not scared that you're ever going to have the upper hand. You will yeah, never man. have the upper hand in this in this relationship. You will never have the upper hand. So and I'm going to be the one to decide whether or not we run it up every year, not you. <laughs> I see both sides. I do see both sides because obviously, you know, uh, one of the quotes from the great Bobby Bowden, you know, it's not my job to, you know, like you said, to to stop myself. You know, I, I don't care if I put in the second or third stringers. They got they got a score. They got a they got a job to play for too. Exactly. So I, I do understand it, but in this situation, I'm not putting in my backups. And there's five minutes Listen. left, and I'm already up. It's 40 seconds left. My backups are in. They're just out there getting PT, man. They're not Let, even Let's put this in terms of Vegas real quick. So they won by 14, right? Yes. Let's say the spread was 20. And Coach Prime was looking out for the, for the mugs at <laughs> <that> 21. <laughs> 
You would love him then, wouldn't you? I mean, if I had that money on it and Coach Brown threw that deep pass, hell yeah. Exactly. (laughs) So he can be mad about all he wants. At the end of the day, it's not Coach Prime's job to sit on the ball. Coach Prime's job is to make sure these kids are ready to get to the next level, to win games, to develop. Every time you see a YouTube video before pregame, he has scouts out there. Mm-hmm. What, like, when have you known a bunch of NFL scouts to be at HBCU football game? Hasn't happened. Not in a long time. And they feel comfortable out there. They're always dapping up Prime. He's in. He's making sure they feel welcome. Mm-hmm. He's bringing attention to the game for yep. HBCU kids. He's, he's giving a them a chance two kids that go unnoticed have yep. to get a tryout and stuff when they should be getting drafted. Agreed. Like um, Darius Leonard. Yep. Darius Leonard, one of the best linebackers in the NFL, was drafted, what, fifth, sixth round? Yep. Bailey Coming from, that. what, South Dakota State? Or South, Dakota, or South, Dakota, South, Carolina. South Carolina State. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah, I mean, you're, you're right. You're 100, you're 100% right on that. I mean... And another one of the comments that, uh, you know, I, I talked to my dad and my mom about the situation. My mom, uh, for those of you who didn't know, graduated from Jackson State. Um, so she's obviously all about Coach Prime. But one thing that Coach Eddie said that he felt like it was not classy for Coach Dion to, you know, walk the long, take the long way around to his team and walk through his side of the end zone. Anybody who has seen any Jackson State game, Coach Dion does it to every team. He walks the long way around every time. He takes that, that long end zone every time. He wasn't making them feel special. You know, he he does that every time to everybody. Sure, maybe he is a little more, you know, respectful to the coaches. He might shake their hand, talk to them a little bit. But he does that every time. Like, Coach Eddie, you, you aren't special in that, in that, in that case. Let's be honest, that was an excuse anyways. Him and his players came out with that energy, that Black Air Force energy yep. to begin with. He, they had play, they have mic'd up, they have video of the players cursing out trainers, Jackson State mm-hmm. trainers, cheerleaders, Dion when he's walking by, anybody. They just wanted to have that energy. They yeah. wanted to try to find that smoke, that something to push the, them over the top to beat Jackson State, which they couldn't find because... Like like their coach asked for a couple years ago, he told Dion, bring all them four stars and five stars and see what happens. And he brought him. And what, now he's 0-2 against him? Yep. So yep. <laughs> he keeps asking for it and he keeps on. It's not getting any better. Uh, now, which you, uh, you did uh, bring up Coach Eddie's dad. Uh, you want to give us a little bit about him really quick? So, for those who don't know, who didn't grow up in a house full of um, HBCU alums or raised on that culture, he his father is a legend in the game of football. Eddie G. Robinson, I, he was the leader of wins for the longest time. He spent 57 seasons in, the, in college football. He, if you heard of Grambling State, for me, I'm not a big ground person because my family's Southern. That's the Bayou Classic. But his grandpa, over 400 wins, or his grandpa, his dad, over 400 wins. And 
it's he's a legend in like every sense of the word. Yeah, it's, and it's, it's remarkable. the fact that he put HBCUs really on the map map because he was constantly winning at Grambling, and basically since he left the game, we really don't hear nothing about um, HBCUs anymore yep. until Dion showed up. So that's my thing to say to not pay homage to Dion because I know his father would have. Yep. Because of what he's doing, bringing back the love, the, the attention of, to the game, to the HBCUs. Because really, people say Travis Hunter, oh, they bought him and stuff. You don't think Florida State was buying him? Right. You don't think Georgia was trying to buy him? All these kids can be bought, but it's a problem when they go to HBCU. They're not going to get developed. Oh, we'll see. Yeah. All it takes is one, and it's a trickle-down effect. Yep. I do believe with the college football playoff and this 12-football playoff, or 12-team playoff, and everyone moving to two conferences, it's going to mess up a lot of stuff for teams on the rise like Jackson State. But that should be interesting to see down the line. But just to know that his father is such, like, a figure in the HBCU community. And really, if you know football history, he's like a figure in college football mm-hmm. completely. Yep. And you're doing what you're doing right now. What would he say about that? That's all I think about. That's about yeah. it for me. That, yeah, know. I mean, I, that's a great that's a great question because, you know, even if Coach Eddie was around, if Coach Eddie Sr. was around, he he would ask him the same thing. So who who do you consider swag? I mean, is it you? What have you done? You know to help put not not only your team because Alabama State we don't hear about them. No. So what are you doing to put your team, your kids, uh, on a pedestal? I, let's start there because if you're not doing that for your team, how can you do it for a whole conference? And you know at this point in Coach Prime's career already, he has already put Jackson State, you know, on a pedestal. At this point, he's already got the attention of Jackson State. It does. It, I mean, he, he can do whatever he wants with Jackson State. He's the king of Jackson right now. Now he's he's now it's about the conference. He's trying mm-hmm. to help the conference. I mean, look at look at some of the other uh, coaches he's brought in. Grambling has a big-name coach right now. Um, Hugh Jackson. Yeah, they got Hugh Jackson leading the, leading the way right now. You think Hugh would have went there? You know, if he didn't see Coach Dion out there having that success, being that inspiration to help get these kids to the next level as well, I I, I don't think so. So it, it's bigger. It, it's way bigger than Jackson State. It's way bigger than Alabama State. You know, what Coach Dion is doing is huge. And I, and he will even say, first and foremost, it's about the players. It's about the kids. That is who it's about. And he has time and time again shown that he stands ten toes behind that. And people are bearing like, like, he said in his press conference, if he doesn't go to a power five, you better hope he doesn't go to a power five. For your program's sake, you better hope he doesn't go to a power five. Because then, why do the white people have to watch um, HBCUs anymore? You got nice bands? Yep. Yep, HBCUs just go right back to the gutter. And and it sucks to say that because guys like me and you, we watch it. We're football fans. 
And, and you know, we, well, we we're obviously going to support. We grew up yeah. in houses where our parents are from the South. Exactly. Your mom graduated from Jackson State. My grandma graduated from Southern. My, I have two cousins that just recently graduated from Jackson State. I have a little cousin who's currently playing at Mississippi Valley. So yep. I'm like, we're in Greece, we've been ingratiated in the HBCU community since we were young. Yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, my mom and my auntie graduated from Jackson State. You know, I have a cousin that graduated from Grambling, another cousin that just graduated from Southern. I mean, I'm, I'm right there with you. So for me, and I, I can't even tell you, man, my mom has shown so much interest in football this year, you know, now that she can actually see it. She doesn't have to go online. She does not have exactly. to try to find a link. You know, she can turn on her TV, boom, Jackson State's on, boom. I, I seen, didn't we just watch Mississippi Valley State on TV? Wasn't somebody just on TV? I mean, this is, it's huge. This mm. is huge. And like I said, this is my mom. Like, this is a, this is a female who, who is athletic. She's into sports, but she she's never took interest. She never took interest in football. But now, yeah, she, she's already gone. To, she went to a Jackson State fam game, you know? <laughs> like, she's going to games. She's watching every week. She's tuned in. She's dialed in. Coach Dion helped make that happen. Now, you pull him away. You take him, same to Georgia Tech. It goes back to the way it was. It goes and we're right just back. going for the fifth quarter, going yep. to watch the bands. Yep. Because the sonic boom is good. I ain't gonna lie to you. They're not better than the than Southern, but the, the sonic boom in the Jackson Five, they be they be doing their thing. I ain't gonna yeah. lie on them. Yeah, it's it's been nice, man. It's been really nice to see them. And like you said, at this point, we don't want Coach Prime to leave. And it's not even it's not even just for, you know, uh, my little biasness and a little bit of Jackson State that I have. It's just, uh, like you said, it's for, the, for the swag, for HBCUs, this is beautiful, man. He, I, I love to see him stay. And, and it, it, even if he does go, since Coach Eddie is trying to push this narrative so much, he better be ready to pick up the torch. Mm -hmm. He has the name behind him. He has the name. We know the you. thing is, like, you want to realize Dion's not even doing this for money. He has wow. that. Yeah. He's, he, the money he gets from Jackson State, he puts back into Jackson State. Exactly. They just got a new locker room. They got a new weight room. Everything, the reason why HBCUs were falling so far behind was facilities. Yep. So now he's putting it back into it. And that's what we've needed. Like, even though Eddie George is at Tennessee State, mm -hmm. you don't hear nothing about Tennessee State after they played Jackson. Nope, not we, at all. HBCUs right now need Dion. Mm -hmm. They need Dion until Shadur graduates or goes pro, whichever one comes first. Because we need they need success at the NFL level. Yes. And buy-in. So we need we need Shadur to go. It, you just get drafted. We need for um, who did I bring up earlier? Travis Hunter. Uh, Travis Hunter. We need Travis Hunter to develop and be that number one pick he was going to be if he went to Florida State. Right. Because if he's anything less, they're going to say, "Well, if you went to Florida State, State. you would have been the yep. number one pick," which that has nothing to do with it. Yep. Florida State isn't going to make him better. Agreed. I agree 100%. Uh, and I would even, I, to piggyback off that, 
him coming in, like you just said, I, I forgot, you know, that Tennessee State brought in Eddie, Eddie George. Exactly. You know? So now we do have Eddie George in. You know, we do have uh, Hugh, Hugh Jackson in. Like I said, this it's just the beginning. If he can stick around long enough that we can keep building big-name coaches or even coaches who've been at the level, the next level, who's seen, who knows what it's going to take, who's going to help do the same thing for their school, that's how you start taking over. That's how you get back. Like I said, he's the start. He's the face of it all. Mm-hmm. But in the path he's going, it's the right path. We just need – now he just needs to keep getting guys in other positions and on other staffs to do the exact same thing and to put back into it themselves. And then we're back. The Swackers need change anyways because mm-hmm. then you have to, to – you can't even win your conference championship – Without drop or missing the or the D one playoffs, yep. So, in freaking Grambling and Southern play a game while the playoffs are going on. So that it's needed to be fixed for a while, but we're our people are so wrapped up in history. Dion's trying to break us out that mold and put these kids back in the limelight where we belong. Yes, and because. Let's be honest. 60 years ago, when our parents weren't even born yet, most of these kids would be going to HBCUs. Yep. They wouldn't be allowed in Bama. They wouldn't mm-hmm. be allowed in Texas. And now they monopolize the game based on re- re- funds and restricting the other like lower programs. Yep. Because what I've heard some kind of crazy stat, Texas A&M spent a billion dollars in the last three years on football. I don't know if that's for the roster or anything, but we all know they buy players. But, um, I knew you was going to throw it in there. But a billion dollars. We're just talking about Dion giving up a million for right. facilities. Right. These people put a billion dollars into football. That's including travel, um, new yep. facilities, upgrades, everything like that. Food, the best food. And you right. know, most of the food they're probably throwing away because you can't feed all them people. Like you can't use all that food. Yep. Yep. It's it's a it's a billion dollar industry. And Dion's trying to help them catch up. But some of them don't want to be helped. And I'm glad, you know, you brought up, you know, past. Because a lot of these the youth don't realize that some of the greatest players, especially offense. Eddie George. Have come from HBCUs. I can even take you Walter Payton. Oh, I'm sorry, George. Yeah, I meant Walter Payton. Yeah, Walter Payton. Jackson Jerry State. Rice. Jay Rice, you're talking about all-time greats. We're t- Walter Payton's the top three back of all time. Jay Rice, top two wide receiver of all time. You know, we're, uh, debatable, <laughs> but yeah. You know what I'm saying? Steve McNair. Like we're we're talking, we're talking guys. You're talking big name guys, and they can get back to that. Like you said, guys like uh, like Shaquille, you know, Darius Leonard. He, he he's bringing it. He's trying to put them back on as well. well there's other guys out there that. If you sit down and watch, sometimes you would be hard pressed to, to to say how are some of these athletes not playing for Alabama? Exactly. How are they not playing for Oregon? How are they not? 
playing for Ohio State. You know what I'm saying? But a lot of the youth would never know. They would never see it because they were never there. They were never on TV. Um, now they get that shot, and you know, Coach A. Robinson, they don't. He doesn't want them to get that shot anymore. He just wants everything to go back the way it was, where he can just do what he does quietly. I, I guess so, man. I, 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 guess, I guess he just needs to show me who is swag. That's why I want to know. I, I'm trying to hear you, brother. I'm trying to hear you, dog. But who is swag? That is, is the it, question. Man? Hey, in the comments, who is swag? Who is swag? I know his, I know his daddy basically invented the swag. But does he get to decide who is swag? Did he do the the blood, sweat, and tears to be to make the swag? I don't know if he gets to decide. Yeah, what do y'all think? Yeah, definitely. Let us know. I mean, this like like you said, th this is going to be something that we're going to hear about a lot during this week. But it's, you, you're going to hear it being nitpicked and touched on throughout the season, especially if you're watching the swag. So. Definitely, definitely, definitely. Keep us updated. Tune in. Tune in. Give those guys a, a, a listen. Give them a watch. I'm telling you, you'll, you'll be surprised on who you see out there. You'll be surprised exactly. in a year or two that you might sit back on Sundays and say, damn, I think I think I just watched him, you know, a couple years ago. Uh, what school was that? Ah, Alcorn State. That's where I saw this kid play. You know, you'll you be surprised. You'll be surprised. So give those guys a watch. While you're doing that, though, you got to give us listen a shout out a follow and a subscribe but not only just to my podcast here at nba also give my boy wicks a, a shout out a follow a, subs a subscribe at fdl film doesn't lie very very great work over there i'm gonna let him tell y'all what he does over there if you don't already know you ain't know we just break down the film of the best players in the country our latest video was on the 2024 quarterback class if you already know, there's a bunch of ballers out there. Are they as good as the 23 class? You have to go check it out. I don't know. That'd be you for you to decide. The film's there. That's right. Go check it out, guys. Uh, another great show as always. Wix, thank you for being part of it as always. Of course, brother. Love. All right. We'll see you guys next time. Deuces. Things that go crazy.